0: the Sounds Out of Time. I'm your host, Matt Cohut. Over the past four decades, Adam Nussbaum has been one of the leading drummers in jazz. He's performed and recorded with the likes of John Schofield, John Abercrombie, Lee Connitz, Steve Swallow, Gil Evans, and Stan Getz, to name just a few of his high-profile credits. Among other projects, he's currently the drummer in the Lighthouse Project, a tribute that celebrates Elvin Jones' 1972 Live at the Lighthouse record. Filling in for Elvin Jones is a bit like being the guitarist in a Jimi Hendrix tribute band. Adam Nussbaum is on that level. After establishing himself as the consummate sideman, five years ago he started the Lead Belly Project, which reinterprets the music of the legendary blues singer. Talk about sounds out of time. Here's my conversation with Adam Nussbaum. Well, Adam Nussbaum, welcome to Sounds Out of Time.
1: Well, thank you for having me.
0: You've taken on this project over the past several years that you call the Lead Belly Project, and it's named after the black blues guitarist and singer Lead Belly. Tell us about where Lead Belly came into your consciousness. Apparently, this is something that's been with you since you were a little kid, and I'd love to hear it straight from you how this became such an inspiration to you.
1: Well. You know, um, when you're a child, you're curious, so of course you go through your parents' record collection, and uh, what initially draws you to something when you uh, find it? How does it look? And my parents had a very diverse record collection, they had bits of everything. They loved all kinds of music, classical music, jazz, blues, folk. Flamenco, you name it. I grew up with a lot of different sounds in the house. And uh, as a little boy, you know, they had 10 inch 33s, which were the precursor to the uh, 12 inch. And uh, I was fascinated by these two records that they had. And I, I have them right here. First, there was this one.
0: This is the Take This Hammer. Lead Belly Legacy Volume One that you're holding up yeah, here. This
1: was on Folkways Records. Right. And here I was fascinated. And here's the uh, Lead Belly wearing overalls and a bandana. Uh-huh. And then the other record was this one.
0: And that's the Rock Island line Lead Belly. And here album. he
1: was wearing a suit with his 12 string guitar and I was fascinated, you know, one of them, he looked like a man from the fields, the other one, he looked a man from the city, so it was the rural and the urban, so of course, I was fascinated by these covers, and I used to listen to these records all the time as a little boy, I think I was like five, wow, and six, and so, you know, time moves on, things go on in life, and I start becoming a musician and a process I'm still involved in. And uh, I've done quite a few different recordings where I've been the impetus for bringing people together. But I never did anything where I called it my project. It was always a group name We Three, Nut Tree Quartet, Band. Something because I just feel like I'm just one of the uh people in the project. I don't consider myself the leader, I may just be the organizer. But then I'm thinking, you know, man, I'm uh, over 60 years old at this point, and I'm saying, what can I do that relates to my initial music inspirations? And bingo, there it was, and uh, There was a few motivating factors with this. I feel extremely grateful that I've been able to make music and I've been able to play with many people who were my heroes and mentors, they've become my colleagues. And I've also been aware of the fact that over time, I'm hearing music becoming more complex, more involved, more intricate, and where a little too much is coming out of here, not enough from here, and not enough from the waist down. <laughs>
0: so, just for the listening audience, you pointed to the head when you said too much from here, not enough from here, the heart, and as you said, the waist down.
1: <laughs> right. You know, there's got to be something that gets you in your soul and something that resonates with you. And I I have a phrase where I've been hearing a lot of music that's a little too much of not enough. (laughs) I like that. So the thing with Lead Belly's music, it was simple. It was clear. It was from the heart. And it was reflective of the realities of the times and music being something that reflects your experiences. And these were simple songs. And my feeling has always been when you have great musicians, you don't need to give them anything complicated. You give them something simple, and it gives us a point of departure to explore options and possibilities.
0: So let's talk about your great musicians here. Your collaborators in the Lead Belly Project Our guitarist, Steve Cardenas, Nate Radley. Then you have saxophonist, Ohad Talmor. How did you choose these individuals for this project? What were you thinking would best serve this project?
1: I needed people that knew how to listen, not just play. There's a lot of great players around, but the greatest players I know hear the best. And when you're involved in a process of improvising music, I need people that can really listen. And these gentlemen are all well aware of the foundations, and they're also not handcuffed to the past. So this music, the subject matter is very simple. And then it was just a question of bringing people together that could listen, react, and respond well to one another. And uh, with Lead Belly, he played a 12-string guitar. And I couldn't find anybody that played a 12-string guitar. So I got two great guys that play six-string.
0: Six times two, right? right? (laughs) Six
1: times two. And the other thing is, you know, O had has a unique sound and voice and I very much enjoy him as a musician and an improviser. So it was all about, let's have him. And my, uh, my dog was just uh, jumping on the couch here. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the uh, basic concept of bringing these individuals together and not having a bass also opens up the uh, possibilities of what can occur in the situation because for me i learned so much as a drummer by playing with great bass players you know that's what we do and uh nobody loves bass more than me but i figured let's do something where i'm a little out of the zone that i'm normally associated with and let's not have a bass player Because with the two guitar players, you can have bottom and you can have top and everything in between. So it opened up a lot of possibilities without having a bass. Tell me a little
0: bit about how you chose the songs for that first album there. Did you go through and re-listen to Lead Belly? Oh, yeah, man.
1: I mean, I popped these records on that I hadn't listened to in many, many moons. And the incredible thing was, when I put them on, I could sing with everything and remembered everything like I had listened to it yesterday. I was just trying to find a variety of tunes, and then I just went to the piano, you know, hunting and pecked and wrote out the melodies for the gentleman. And then I just tried to think of different grooves I could put on these to create some kind of variety. And then I really didn't give the gentlemen any real instructions. The only thing I said to the guitar players, I said, if one of you is up, the other one's got to be down. Just give each other some space and some room and just support one another and let's all listen and see what happens. Let's
0: take one of the tunes from that first album, Black Betty. Let's first listen to a few seconds of the Lead Belly version of Black Betty.
1: Oh, black bitty, bamba lamb, oh, black bitty, bamba lamb, black bitty, black bitty, bam black bitty, black bitty, bamba lamb, jump sturdy, black bitty, bamba lamb, jump sturdy, black bitty, bamba lamb, oh, black bitty, bamba lamb, oh, black bitty. So, what
0: is it about Black Betty that captured your imagination and made you want to do it with this group?
1: I thought it was an interesting song. I thought it had some options and possibilities for us.
0: Yeah, one thing that struck me about it is his phrasing is very rhythmic relative to some of his other songs.
1: I mean, you know, the whole thing with this music is that it it gets you in a very visceral manner because of the rhythm. I mean, to me, any musician worth a damn has got great time. Any instrument. You know, it's not what notes you play, it's where you put them. Mm -hmm. And that's what grabs you, and it creates the feel and the environment and something that appeals to you. I mean, you know, when you are an improviser, hopefully, and you are playing on specific changes, you do want to try to make the changes. But if you play everything correctly, but you have no time or no sound or vibe, everything can be correct and sound terrible. Then you'll hear somebody else who's slipping and sliding all through the changes would not be correct, but has great time, great vibe, great attitude, and it's wrong and strong and sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) So I just thought that that would be a chance to do something and explore some other options.
0: All right, let's listen to a little bit of the Lead Belly Project's recording of Black Betty here. Another song that really resonated with me was You Can't Loose Me, Charlie. And I was wondering if you had any specific thoughts about that one and why that was going to be a good one for this group.
1: Well, I like that little line. That's like a great call. And, you know, like call and response. It creates... Possibilities—that to me is the thing. Creating just enough of an idea that gives us, as a group, something to work on collectively.
0: Let's listen to a little bit of the Lead Belly version here first.
1: You can't lose a mid you can't lose a boy. You can't lose a meatshillin', you can't lose a boy.
0: And let's listen to a little bit of your Lead Belly Projects version of it here. on two albums now with the lead belly project and i'm wondering how you see this as an ongoing initiative is this something you look forward to continuing to play when you can
1: well i love being able to go out and play with these guys we're trying to i'm trying to think what will be next with this combination of individuals i mean we have enough music to go out and played two three sets of music which is fun um, I'm trying to think what's going to be next that's it I, I wish we could get more gigs it seems very difficult mm. in this day and age we have done uh, a little tour around the U.S. we did one and uh, we've gone to Europe twice and um, I'm hoping we'll be able to do some more at some point It's always a pleasure to play with these gentlemen. We always, uh, it's very satisfying and I'm thankful to have people that, you know, play as well and listen as well as they do.
0: Well, Adam, thanks so much for speaking with me today.
1: It's my pleasure and thank you so much for having me and I hope that everybody will uh, give the Lead Belly Project a listen.
0: Special thanks to Jim Gilhaney for suggesting this episode and connecting me with Adam. And thanks as always to digital guru Matt White. And remember, if your ear is thirsty for something new, try something old. Until next time, this has been Matt Kohut, bringing you sounds out of time.